0: morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to episode two of the Jim Hoffmaster Experience with your host, Jim Hoffmaster. Now, I am very excited to report that my, uh, my first episode has nine listeners to date. I'm very excited about that because um, nobody has to listen to me say anything. So the fact that I got nine people... Uh, To listen to my debut effort, and it's still there. So you know, more you can jump you can jump on board if you're if you're late uh, if you're late arriving here. You know, you're just listening to episode two. uh, Yeah, you can go back and check out that uh, debut episode. Please feel free. Um, Anyway, uh, less than a minute in, I'm already rambling. Um, I actually did. uh, an episode uh, a recording for for this episode, and got almost to the end, and then my cat Hamlet came up and started uh, meowing, and he has a rather loud, insistent meow, and uh, and I was I was cute about it there for the first couple. Hey, that's my cat. He he makes a lot of noise. His name is Hamlet, whatever. And then when we got to the fifth or sixth meow, I invited him loudly to shut the fuck up and I thought that was probably not appropriate. Um, but I don't, I don't know the software well enough yet to figure out how to edit. (laughs) So I'm having to do the whole thing over again. Um, because, because of Hamlet and my temper. Uh, but, but anyway, um, I've been thinking, I've been thinking because I've got nothing but, uh, time to think about things these days. Um, I was thinking about my life pre-pandemic and how, uh, it wasn't really a lot different than what I'm going through now. I mean, lay off the side, that's added an interesting new wrinkle to things. But prior to that, uh, the whole safer at home and stay away from people and don't go out and socialize and you know, all that stuff. I wasn't doing that stuff in the first place. And, um, and for a time, initially, I found that kind of funny. Uh, I, I was prone to making jokes like, uh, now the rest of the world is coming to my way of life, uh, you know, that kind of thing. It's a little less funny now, uh, <laughs> particularly since uh, one of the few avenues for socialness, for sociability, vacuum the word for sociability, uh was, was work, um, and I've always kind of been that way, um, my friends, my, my friends have basically come from, came from theater back in the day when I was doing theater, which I haven't done in almost 20 years, uh, miss it, need to get back to it someday, but theater friends, uh, some of which, um, I have, I have to this day, so that was, that apparently was a pretty good place to up with friends, uh, and beyond that, just whatever job I was doing at a given time. And you um, know, now now I am jobless. I'm jobless on either end. I keep thinking about that. How oh, I don't have my day job or my uh, or my acting job. You know, my main my main acting job on uh, Shameless. Uh, so what? So what do I do? Um, I do have some some social socialness. Um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not completely bereft of human contact. Uh, I have my friend, uh, Jane and her husband, Mark from Michigan, who call me once a week on Thursdays, typically. And we talk usually for an hour and a half, two hours, something like that. And that's always nice. And, uh, and I have my other friend, Jane, uh, Jane, Jane Rosemont. I think I can say her name. Why not? I don't think she'll mind. Uh, who, who, um was a person I knew for years, and then she became a friend, and then she became my director, and then my really good friend, and that's where we are, that's where we are today, and uh, she and I speak uh, uh, quite a bit, uh, pretty much a daily, on a daily basis, Um, often, often about the film, she is, um, she is directing a documentary about me. Called uh, "Acting Like Nothing Is Wrong," which I think is maybe one of the great titles ever uh, about a, about an actor. And I am an actor. I have to remind myself sometimes I'm an actor even when I'm not acting, because I'm always acting. If that makes any sense. Uh, I'm just not always getting paid for it. <laughs> Ooh, wasn't that wasn't that semi-profound? Uh, but anyway, um, she and I talk. She and I talk quite a bit. Often, often about the documentary and uh, and uh, about about life in general. Like I said, we 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 were friends before, and and we're better friends. We're better friends now. We've become quite close. Uh, but but uh, but um, it feels it feels insufficient in terms of social contact to have basically um, a once a week call and a one person that you have regular contact with. But right now that's, uh, that's what I got. Um, I was happy. I am happy to report because this was a concern of mine. I thought, well, once my, you know, I've gotten laid off and, uh, all those quote unquote work friends are going to drop off the map pretty much instantly. But, but, um, I actually had a zoom call with a couple of of my uh former co-workers uh, last night and it was quite delightful i have to say uh, we talked for the better part of an hour and um one of my concerns was take away uh you know the common common thread of of work and we wouldn't have much to talk about and of course since my layoff is fairly new and the and the fact that the organization is in flux, to say the very least, um, did did mean that a lot of our conversation still did kind of center around work, the fact that I'm not doing it, the fact that they kind of still are, but they're, you know, kind of concerned about, you know, what's happening here, where does this all go, you know, how much longer do we have a job, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but we did talk about other things, and we just enjoyed each other's company, and that, that was reassuring that was reassuring for me, and they even talked about uh, getting uh, getting together um, some of my other coworkers and having a little a little Zoom shindig. I know I know Zoom fatigue is a thing for like a lot of people. Um, I'm I'm not there yet uh, because the majority of my Zoom my Zoom experience uh, so far during the pandemic was primarily my job, um, because, uh, Weight Watchers went, went virtual, um, early, early on, and, uh, I think it's probably going to be virtual for, for a while yet, I don't, I don't know how things, uh, what, what ultimately is going to happen with Weight Watchers beyond this, and you know what, I don't give a fuck, (laughs) because I don't have to anymore, (laughs) but, uh, Um, that was my only real, my primary experience with, uh, dealing with zoom. So I am not, uh, experiencing zoom fatigue just yet. Um, so anyway, they, they, uh, they said they're gonna, they're gonna try to get, uh, some of my other coworkers together and we'll have a little, uh, we'll have a little group, uh, group zoom party or whatever. And it uh, should be fun. So, so life life has thrown me a little bit of a curve. Um, there are some challenges ahead. One big challenge, I kind of have decided, and I'm going to tell all nine of you. I think I have like nine listeners so far. Um, I'm going to try not to have a day job moving forward. Because I don't like that I have lived my life spending the bulk of my time doing things that did not didn't do anything for me, didn't enrich me financially because I've worked at a series of low-level retail service jobs that didn't pay for shit. Uh, But even more to the point, I've spent my life uh, and the bulk of my time working at jobs that didn't do anything or didn't do much for me uh, in terms of my interest or my passion or whatever. I enjoyed my job at Weight Watchers in many respects. I very much enjoyed my co-workers. I liked the members. I thought it was a decent thing to be doing, uh, but it wasn't my passion. Um, no no day job I've ever had has been my passion. I know what my passion is. My passion is acting, performing. So I'm going to try to do that. Uh, and this is kind of part of it. So, so um, if this just sounds like a ramble and you're not getting much out of it, um, I get it. I don't, this is not what these, this is the fledgling effort. I don't think this is what, this is where I'm ultimately going to land as a podcaster. Um, but hopefully if you, if you are enjoying this, if you're getting something worthwhile, tell your friends because Jimmy could use an audience. Um, not just, and not just emotionally, not just cause he's needy and needs people to talk to or to listen to him, though there is that. Um, I pragmatically need an audience because, uh, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna pay me (laughs) unless, uh, unless I do. And Jimmy needs to get paid. I need, I need to get paid. So anyway, uh, I hope you're holding up well during our, uh, during our trials and tribulations right now. And, uh, we'll check in with you again soon. Take care.